BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show uh, the police are investigating after a body was found in Lake Zorinsky. Omaha police say that there are no suspicious circumstances. That Friday, somebody spotted the body close to the shore near the, the, the 168th Street entrance uh, to the lake. The identity has not been released of the victim. 48-year-old guy. Yeah, they did release the Oh, they did. Identity. Okay, pardon me. Yes. 48-year-old gentleman. Wow. That's just so they're investigating. Um, I, I, the cause is still to be released, and uh, Omaha police are also investigating after a body was found Sunday night. Uh, dispatch uh, said they got a call about a body found in a North Omaha backyard near 30th and Hamilton Streets. So they're working on that investigation as well. And three people are recovering from injuries after a serious crash involving a metro bus. It happened Sunday afternoon near Florence Boulevard and Binney. Authorities say that the 64-year-old David Glover, he uh, blew a stop sign at the intersection. That's when he was hit by a metro transit bus, sending the car into a nearby backyard. Uh, the driver of that car was uh, taken to the hospital. Serious conditions. He's expected to be okay, but uh, uh, charges are pending. And the FBI has a search warrant to go through emails connected to the probe into Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. The agency got the warrant Sunday, just two days after the FBI's director, James Comey, told Congress that the emails had been discovered during a separate investigation. The emails were reportedly found on a computer belonging to Anthony Weiner, the estranged husband of Hillary Clinton's top aide, Huma Abedin. Now, the former New York Congressman Weiner is under investigation. It's a separate case uh, for allegedly sending inappropriate messages to a 15-year-old girl. Oh, Weiner. If only he could keep it. In his Cover, pants. Whatever. I always yeah. forgot that his name was Carlos Danger. Don't you remember? That was, that was his, code, his name. code name. So this Huma, who has been, Jeez. you know, they say Hillary looks at her almost like as a daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, once again, really has drug her campaign down. So what does Comey know? We don't know if he knows really anything, but he's saying we certainly have to look at these emails. Yeah. Um, Hillary, through that investigation on whether there was classified emails, there were 30,000 emails that were deleted with 650 emails found on this laptop. 650,000. Is there overlap? 650,000. Yeah. Are these all emails that the FBI already looked at? God, it's a lot. Or would there be some new ones? Yeah. We don't know. Through but, that many. And they wow. won't even be able to look through these things by election time. No. 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 I mean, eight days till election. We're eight days out. Almost a week. Ugh, now, Comey, the head of the FBI... He's a guy, career-wise, who's been willing to fall on principle over, like, NSA wiretapping, where he was saying, this isn't legal, this is a yeah. danger to the American public. Back in 04, he was willing to resign over it, and mm-hmm. he got a lot of credit for being a principled guy. Yeah. But during the initial investigation, remember when Comey came out and said, they were just supposed to turn over the information to the Justice Department, but he made that statement saying, no one would investigate. That angered everybody on the right. Yeah. Now everybody on the left is mad at him over this. Is he yeah, trying there's to make- a certain like uh, you're not supposed to. I guess there's like a whole um, you know pecking order, like how things are to be done when you're this close to an election. And apparently, him coming out with this statement 
is frowned upon or it might be illegal. I mean, it could possibly be it like just within. It just didn't follow, pre- uh, what do you call it? Protocol. Um, protocol, like, but I don't think it's illegal. But it could be just groundbreaking. Yeah. The theory being That's that the somebody thing. decided for the greater good of the country, let's agree yeah. not to you know, throw wrench at an election. Right. But remember, this is, this is the FBI. Yeah. So, gosh, this is going to unfold it's gonna terribly, be I'm sure. So we'll Jeez. find out. Eight days. They always say that there's still this uh, these bombs at the end. You yeah, know? Is, is this clearly the October surprise? Right. Is it or are? I mean, how many well, more hours well, are left till October? If, if you're <laughs> waiting so on Thursday for an answer, we, you probably won't have some smoking gun even by election time. No. Right. Uh, Chicago Mm-mm. Cubs and Cleveland Indians uh, having a travel day today after the Cubs uh, beat the Indians last night, game six of the World Series. I'm sorry, game five of the World Series. Uh, so Jake Arietta is going to be on the mound for Chicago and uh, Josh Tomlin for Cleveland when they take game six tomorrow night in Cleveland. And you'll get Schwarber back. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So there's going to be a game seven if necessary on Wednesday. Uh, a new study shows millennials aren't paying as much attention to their health as they should be. There's a recent study. Over 2,000 U.S. adults aged 18 and older, including those who ranged in age from 18 to 35, highlighted some of the ways that millennials approach their health care. And they're saying that they found that 66% of millennials say they would take better care of themselves if they had more time to do so. Same people also report spending a lot of time watching television, engaging in social media. More than 60% of millennials say that they rely on healthcare professionals for health information, but they do say social media is a health resource. So this is sort of anecdotal, them describing whether they think they're healthy. It's not really based on medical. Because don't they seem healthier than our generations? Wouldn't you think they all seem, even though they spend lots of time on tech and they still seem more active. They're more active. They're not eating all the junk food that we, But maybe, you know? is that just perceptually, are we wrong just because we're old? <laughs> Probably. It seems, yeah, like they're they're more, they it seems like they're more active, though. Like, they all work out. We didn't start working out unless, we didn't work out unless you did sports. Yeah. And our generation didn't start even going to gyms until we were in our, I don't know, late 20s until you started feeling fat. Yeah. yeah a leisure, a workout as a leisure is a relatively new, I mean, I would say within the last 20 years. Yeah. They all work out. Right. Now it's like a thing. Like, hey, let's instead of like, let's go meet for a drink. People will say like, hey, why don't we meet up at the gym? You know, we'll run together and then we'll go grab a drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if that never uh, dawned on me, we were doing that from the time we were (laughs) in our in our teens. Can you imagine going to the gym on the reg? Not just because when you were doing football. Yeah. yeah. Just on a regular. But you, you, you can't ever imagine me going, hey, Jeff, let's go. uh, Hey, I'll meet you at the gym real fast. And we'll hit the bar. That behavior. Into our 20s through our 20s. Oh, we'd be fit, baby. Man. You would definitely have a leg up. I mean, that's the My thing. My butt wouldn't be pouring over the seat right now. Well, let's not go so far. <laughs> is it? No, it's not yet. <laughs> My butt is eating the seat. Everyone's like, turning channel. Mind the race. Today is Halloween. Ghouls and goblins will be creeping around neighborhoods across the country, uh, celebrating trick-or-treating, carving pumpkins, visiting haunted houses. This is the deal. Safetykids.org. It's this nationwide organization. They just want to remind people to keep an eye out. Kids are more than twice as likely to uh, be hit by a car uh, on on Halloween. You really got to think of that. I I just, I made sort of the accidental mistake of driving through the old market yesterday. It seriously took me 15 minutes. It was their fall festival, right? To get through the trick-or-treaters. I didn't know they did that. And they were running out of every corner. Now, it was gridlock. Yeah. 
But just going three blocks. It's, it's, well, and then you're gripping it because you're like, oh my gosh, is, you know, is somebody going to dart out yep. not thinking? You know, because they are, I mean, having watched my own little ones, there's this like suspension of all safety rules because they're in holiday mode. And so they just go running, they just go darting around. And you try to scream and be like, hey, hold up. Like, this right. is still. And they're just kids are going to be kids. So、yes. they basically on Halloween, kids, all kids should have the right of way. So, people that are driving, man, those, I, that's where I become the old man, get off my lawn. <laughs> When I see, you see, it's usually young people that are flying up residential streets、oh. on Halloween night. You want to pull them out of their car. Same、oh, deal on the 4th of July when they do that. It's just, geez, man, slow it down. What's your rush? Couple tips before、so. you send out maybe trick or treaters, just things to think about. Like, if they are wearing masks, make sure that they can see out of them. Like, it's all cool and everything like that, but make sure that they have like a, a range of sight. It's also a good idea maybe to put some reflective tape on their trick or treat bags or maybe even on the back of their costumes. Give a flashlight, some glow sticks, something kind of fun and goofy. They've got fun glow sticks out there that the kids like think are, you know, like they're bats or whatever, but it helps people at least see them. And if you're driving, remember that most trick or treaters are out between 5 30 and 9 30. So be especially alert during those hours. And、uh, everyone loves Halloween、uh, and all the sugar goodies associated with it. But those candies may have an effect on how your kids' brain functions. There is a brain and cognitive scientist who specializes in the psychology of eating. She's got to be a fun person to go to dinner with. <laughs>、um, she says that sugar rewires the brain for addiction by causing an unnatural flood of dopamine. That's a fun story yeah, that's, on that. That's、uh, why、Halloween. we all eat it. Well, no, but they say that makes kids, you know, like so people get driven to eat more sugar, compensate, they want to do that. She says the best way to navigate it is to let them have Halloween candy, but make sure it doesn't go on indefinitely. Like everybody wants to have a good time, but like let's go ahead and maybe, you know, like today, I get it, but like moving forward, Most not everybody's going to be. Parents usually pick up the candy bowl.、Yeah. Yes. All the, tonight's loot goes into a bowl, and then that, that candy bowl goes up into a cabinet and it comes out. Yeah. Sparingly. A week or so, though, kids are going to be like, Can I have some? Can I have some?、Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because she was suggesting having a great pumpkin. The idea of a great pumpkin coming and taking candy and leaving another prize, like toys or money, or like similar to like what the Tooth Fairy does. Like, where does this woman、bag. live? I want to go egg her house. <laughs> I know. I know. Just, just to represent the children who are too young to throw an egg. <laughs> I'm with you. I was like reading this. I was like, This is, you've got to be just a popular. Lady on the block. I know they're always like, hey, you know, you can always give out comic books or pencils, stuff. I'm like, I hope you have egg resistant paint on your house because this is just begging for some trouble. I saw one of the candy makers has a Halloween ad of like, be careful or you're going to get your house TP'd.、Really? Like they put that in the candy ad. It's like a Hershey's That's ad. That's a good idea, though. That's, That's smart.、Funny. Yeah. So if someone near you is in pain, Maybe you should give them a hug. There is a new study that found that the natural, you know, love induced painkillers that kick in when we feel an emotional bond towards someone touching us can be like a natural way of salving a pain.、Uh, I guess they, were, they did an experiment where people got to, you know, give comfort to one another, hug, hug it out. Uh, and the results showed that a stranger's touch and having a partner close by made little or no difference. But when a partner, when somebody you knew touched their hand or maybe even like, you know, gave you a hug, that that's when pain levels dropped. Like, not necessarily getting a hug from a stranger. I mean, that's nice and everything, but like someone who really you are emotionally invested in. They say pain was reduced even when the partner expressed empathy towards them. Like, it okay. 
You be all right. Like I did this weekend when my husband was totally sad about the Cubs. Did you hug him? I, I told him it okay. It, it all right. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> Because I'm just awkward about it. I was like, really? We're going to be sad? He was really sad. I did give him a hug. It's fine. But the pain relief works by decreasing activity. Okay. I guess so they're、hug. like, it fires off stuff in your brain. So give somebody a hug. Hug them up tight. Make sure you know People them. People scientifically、yeah. get something out of physical、yeah. contact. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. I know. I get it.、Uh, and a new NASA system designed to identify asteroids passing by close to Earth is doing its job. It's a computer program. It's called Scout. And it's being run out of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory out in Pasadena, California. Does it kick the information out to some like, public site that we can all see, or does it just go to I the think it's general. internal people? So the president has to make an announcement one year later. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been tracking this asteroid for the past year. The <laughs> smartest people are already、uh, underground. I guess、uh, they, once an asteroid spotted by this program called Scout,、uh-huh. uh, it quickly runs an analysis and determines if it poses a threat. The asteroid that came fairly close to the Earth overnight was first seen a few days ago by NASA funded telescope. Think about that a couple days、Ooh. out. But they didn't the say anything, you know, but like, I guess they're like, it's going to be close. You want to know, though. I, mean, I know. Sometimes I know. you're just like, you know what? Let, let it crater and just let me go. Let me go on to my great reward. What is it? No, I. Um, an extinction level event. Ellie? Oh. It was not an Ellie. Scout determined that it was headed towards the planet but would miss us by about 310,000 miles. Whew! Just barely missed us, but Scout's doing its job. It's keeping an eye on the sky and letting them know. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94. I saw there's a new space movie out there and it's got Deadpool in it. Oh, does it really? What's his name? What Ryan. Yeah, yeah, Ryan,、uh, Ryan. Gosling. Not Gosling's a Ryan. And Jennifer Lawrence. Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, He's all it, snarky in space. But it looks oh, wait, good. Oh, no. It looks good.、One. They're like at the International Space Station and they're out there in space and they're, they're having to like catch asteroids and satellites and then it,、asteroids. it's kind of like an alien. They catch. Uh oh. They catch life from another planet and then. What? I don't know, the know, space movies just never get old. No, they don't. The Big Party Show. Channel 941. All right, so、uh, Molly, you、uh, left us Friday with going to the,、uh, to, going to the game, the World yes, Series. Yes, I went to the World Series,、uh, watched the Cubs versus the Indians. Yeah.、Uh, it was amazing. I mean, I know it was, so it was Friday night in Wrigley, their first time being in the World Series and playing at Wrigley in like 70 some years. So everybody was super excited. It was unbelievable. You, you got、cool. in early. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sending so out pictures, you were like in when the press got in. So there's no one in the seats. Right. So that was the deal. We were part of this like early reception. And so they were like,、oh, okay, go have fun. And we got like run of the place. And so we were able to go all the way down. To the fields, and I mean,、uh, and stand in, you know, like the first row and watch them do warm up batting practice, chest everything.、Oh、They're、gosh. doing all of their,、uh, you know, interviews. So, like, all the stand ups are all standing there, like Joe Buck, all those guys. They're all hanging out. And it's like you get to be a kid in a candy store. You're just watching all these guys play, like, you know,、um, and it's, and it really was unbelievable. We had probably about an hour or two before they opened up the,、um, the stadium. And so, I mean, it was really nice. You know, the ushers were all really excited and they're like, okay, we'll take as many pictures as you want. And so they were all really kind about taking pictures and letting us walk around. The concourse was open, so you could still order beer. 
Peter would have lost his mind. You got beers. And then, so did you get any celebrity sightings? So I did see and actually get to talk to Bill Murray. How'd that happen? How'd that come about? So he was sitting behind people in our group. We were all spread out in different areas along the third baseline. Yeah. And so we get this text, and this woman's like, oh my gosh, Bill Murray's sitting right behind us. I was like, I have to. I have to talk to like him. Like right behind is how far behind? Like like she was sitting, like he was sitting right behind her. I mean, it was like turn around and there's that person. So he's like a couple rows behind you? Yeah. So he is one, uh, we were in section 10. They were in section, or we were in section eight. They were in section 10. So when we were seeing him on TV last night, is that where he sits? Were those I don't know if those were, I don't think he, ha- he doesn't have, um, he doesn't have, uh, what do you call them? Um, season tickets. So probably sit wherever he wants. Right. So I think it's just whatever they have. Available. He was there. He had four tickets. It was him, his two of his brothers, and his sister. Okay. Um. And so, so I you walked up and said, "Hey." Yeah, I walked up to him, and because I, I, I swear, I was like, you know, when I said this lady, she was with our group. I was like, "Can we switch seats for a while?" And she's like, "Absolutely." So I went over and sat in her seat for a little bit, and I introduced myself because he, Bill Murray, and my dad um, used to go to college together. Now they went to the same college or they go together? No, they went to, I mean, like they know each other. They were like, they hung out. They were freshmen okay. together so at that's, Regis. that's your opener. Yeah. So that's my opener. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, Jimmy. He's like, how's Jimmy doing? What's he up to? Like all this stuff. Um, and then we got talking and, and, you know, I, I mean, we, we had a great conversation. I had met him once before, like a million years ago, uh, when he was filming What About Bob yeah. in New York City. Um, but I mean, that had been like, it's so funny to think about, like he was really, I mean, he was very cool. He introduced me to his brothers and sister, you know, he's like, this is Jimmy Cavanaugh's kid. Like we went to Regis together and she's like, oh my gosh, she's a ranger. I was like, yeah, you know, and then he asked about what I was doing and asked about the radio show. It was quick because I didn't want to take up any amount of his time from the game. You didn't want to be like, you didn't want to be wear out. And it was during the game. It was during one of the. It was during the game, but it was during one of the commercial breaks. Okay, All right. so, so like you got like I knew I had like two minutes and thirty seconds to get this conversation in, yeah. and that I was not going to talk to him during the, the game. play yeah. exactly. And did, so then I left. Did you like, get the vibe that people were talking to him during the game? No, I mean I think probably I I don't know. The thing about it is is that nobody was asking him for pictures because everyone's like, why didn't you get a picture? I was like, I would have felt like the biggest jackass. Yeah. You asking would've. for a picture in that moment. Like, this is his private, personal, happy place. And like, it's not L.A. It's Chicago. No, People it's Chicago, there probably right. care more. You should care more about the Cubs than right. seeing Bill Murray. Exactly. And so for me, it was just I wanted to say hello for my dad. If my dad had found out that Bill Murray was one section over from me and I didn't say hello, like, he would have been like, what is wrong with you? Did you tell him you named your cat after him? Yeah. No, I, I did even... not. I, it was somebody because that was the first thing I texted uh, party. I was like, and no, wow. I did not tell him. I didn't realize that Murray was named after yeah. that. I had no idea. I had no idea. So. Yep. You're yep. a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Every you. day is a brand new day. <laughs> Isn't it great? That's what Alzheimer's gets you. Not know that. I never put two and two together. I never really thought about it. Yeah, I just I, didn't remember. We've talked about it like we? a thousand okay, times. Okay, all right. Yeah, Murray. <laughs> so that was the thing. Okay, I was like, though, it is pretty awesome when every day you learn something new that you already knew. It is. It is kind of nice. exciting. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I about wanted to die though. Like seriously, <laughs> I was, you, I mean, you guys have all had opportunities to meet people that yeah. you think are like the cool. I mean, I was seriously like, okay, I've got two minutes and it was, it was a stressor. I mean, we talk for a living, but I was like, this moment means nothing to him. He yeah. will forget this in five minutes, but this is like 
a moment for me. It's and I don't want to be that, embarrassed. That, that you pulled it off because usually yeah. all they're on the side of don't be in that guy, but then you totally regret it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I understand the thing of like, why not? Like celebrities always say, they're like, if everybody just gets their 30 seconds, I won't be able to get through the day. Right. But I do think that you have some level of going, hey, you know, you right. just at least say hi, feel the temperature. If the person feels like you're being a wear out, then back off. Yeah. Right. But I, I mean, think you have a right to pr- approach a celebrity and you're be damn like, right. My I thing is, had you. I not had my dad's connection, like had it not been like, hey, you and my dad were, I mean, because that's how I met Bill Murray 20 years ago was we went up to the set of What About Bob? And my dad's like, what are you guys filming? And they're like, oh, it's this movie. It's called What About Bob? He's like, oh, who's in it? And they're like, Bill Murray. He's like, Bill Murray, huh? Is he around? And they're like, no, he's gone for the day. And he's like, oh, well, just tell him his old college buddy, uh, Jim Cavanaugh, was uh, was in town. And next thing you know, the trailer door opens and Bill Murray comes out. He's like, no worries. I know this guy. I got it. He's like, Jimmy, how's it going? How weird. And comes out and like had this whole conversation catching up like people, like not famous people like, oh, do you still talk to so-and-so and such and such and all like your college buddies, you know? And he's like, I'm here dropping off my daughter for college. She's going to go to NYU. And he's like, you're going to NYU. And he's like, well, we got to get a picture. And so, I mean, he was really kind, very nice. Where's that picture? I still have it. It's okay. framed. Oh, right. yeah. No, I have it. I mean, he is like, it's so I funny. proof. Party doesn't believe I know. You. Well, because that was the thing. My dad texted me. He's like, did you get a picture to put with your NYU one? I'm like, no. It just felt, it would have felt wrong. Where, Does that make sense? Like, yeah. it would have felt really slimy. Yeah. It would have, like, tainted it somehow. So where's where's the one now that you have? That's pretty sweet. Is it hanging up on the wall? No, it's not. I mean, I'm not. Do you have it with you? I have it. It's somewhere. I mean. Oh. It's not like he still doesn't believe me. I know he doesn't believe me. Um, like, like, because who makes that up? He does. See, right. this is why he doesn't believe you because he's the person that would make something asinine like that up, and then someone would be like, "I want it." He'd be like, "I don't have it. It uh, got like burned in a house fire. My cat ate it." Wow, well, I don't see the picture yet. Well, no, because I, I don't walk around cool. holding it. I think that's pretty cool. So I just wanted to say. Like, That's hey, cool, my yeah. dad says hi. Did you see any yeah. other Omaha people? Because I was starting to think I in did. the eleventh hour, I'm like, you know, everyone's there. Got a ton of the Ricketts connection. Yeah, yeah. no, there were oh, yeah. a lot of Omaha people. It was really cool to see. Like, I ran into quite a few, quite a few people, um, and it was just, it was fun. Like, there was a real good atmosphere. There was a a, a pregame like reception um, across the street at Sheffield and Addison. Okay, like, they have like a big hospitality tent that they put up. And it was unbelievable. I mean, it was like something that you'd see at the College World Series. You know, I mean, it was like a, a total, you know, catered bar, catered event. I mean, you know, it was really nice. Lots of fun. And people were hanging out there before, before, the, before game the game. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, it was just it was such a party atmosphere. I mean, it was a bummer that the Cubs lost, but it was people were just so excited to be there. Well, yeah, mad. what a bummer. First two games, though. I know I mean, the energy was really pounded out of it on Saturday. So like last night, man, they they get the win on the oh, Sunday. I mean, how tiring is that going to be three people days? People are like exhausted. You I mean, today be. it's like the walking wounded. I mean, oh, you, yeah. I, I mean, I was talking to friends yesterday. And so many people were down in the dumps because they're like, they're going to lose tonight. And it's like, it's like, it was just, it was a bleak day, you know? Yeah. And then they won and everybody's like, I'm so tired. Oh, my buddy Tony was headed down to Casey Moran's last night at, uh, when did he text back? That was 11 o'clock. They were on TV. 11 o'clock at night. He was down there with his dad and his brother on Saturday night. Okay. Saturday game, the loss. Um, those are those third base seats, Molly. You've sat in those seats. Yeah. So the those la- are the really good third base side where you're you're right in front of you're in the front row of Wrigley on the first base side all the way down where there's the um, 
the visiting pitcher warming up. Okay. Right before he goes on. That's the first right. baseline. I'm saying first baseline. Yeah. yeah so I was baseline. behind third. So I was behind the Cubs side. So we were behind the Cubs dugout. And I got talking but I'm to saying, this guy. You've sat in, the, you've yes. sat in those Brony seats before. Yeah, the they're gorgeous. Oh, my God. And so last, so the other night it was really funny. I'm talking to this guy sitting in front of us, you know, and you just get to know, like everybody's like cheering and, you know, getting to know each other. And he's like, I've had these tickets. I've had season tickets since 1966. I mean, he's this older guy. And he's like, when I bought these, the third base dugout was right in front of me. And I bought them because I could set my beer on the dugout, but they'd moved it. And so I get talking to this guy. turns out that he's like a bagillionaire. (laughs) Like, I'm like, of course you are. Like he has, he's had four seats. In this third base, you know, forever two rows up from the field for since 1966. That's funny. So you can put his beer right yeah. there. I mean, when I did, that's great. I mean, it's great. I know, he was so mad when they moved it. He's like, then they moved it. And I was like, well, now they've got cup holders. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, at least now. That was a golden ticket. It really was. I mean, the first night. What an experience. That's great for you. Of, uh, of the Cubs World Series at Wrigley was amazing. Yeah. It was really like a Willy Wonka. I have to say thank you to my buddy, Johanna, because she made me her date for the night. Her daughter mm-hmm. couldn't go. And she's like, will you go with me? And I was like, I mean, I'm unworthy. <laughs> I I'm need to check with my husband to make sure that I'm not going to get killed. But yes. So they're still that's alive. Good. But last night was the last night at Wrigley. So. Yes. If they, they gotta, do win, it's on the road. Yes, but you know what? They, they could still pull it off. They could still pull it off. Two all wins right. out of three is not bad. Nope, not, not at all. This is a big party show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel All right, Celebrity News, Molly, what's up? Justin Bieber, he needs to calm down. He took to Twitter last night to suggest that his recent outbursts at concerts, you know, where he's been scolding... Uh, Concert goers mm-hmm. for being too loud are a result of his fans' bad behavior. Has nothing to do with his bad attitude. He had to write a letter to his fans. He's like, all I was simply doing was wanting people to listen, to kind of hear me out a little bit. When he was talking. I mean, when, you, when your own fans aren't listening to you, who is? Mm-hmm. It's like an echo chamber. He said, certain people, certain cities aren't going to want to hear me out. And you know, sometimes it's my job to just say, hey, I'm not going to try to force anything. Uh, Bieber's post, it comes in the wake of video emerging last week that showed him complaining during his Manchester, England concert that his screaming fans were being obnoxious. And then he also had another incident at another English uh, arena. So he's been having some trouble on the road. I like what he's saying. He said, I'm not a robot. Yeah. He said, I'm not a robot. There are going to be times where I say the wrong thing because I'm human, but I don't want to pretend to be perfect. And I hope to God that you know... I don't say the right thing all the time because if that was the case, then I'd be a robot. And I'm just, I'm not a robot. There are times I get upset, times I get angry, there are times I'm going to be frustrated. But I'm always going to be myself on this stage. He's going through what I think a lot of people are. Yeah. That Kanye. The the cry billy, cry uh, bullies Mm -hmm. tamp down on your speech, man. They twist everything. Yeah. He said, "What what I mean that is people try to twist things. Some people don't want to listen. Come on, man. The Beebs is trying to grow up. Okay? Hear me out, girl. Yes, he he's grown up. I know. It's it's funny because it's like, I mean, it's just sounds so petulant to be like, my fans aren't listening to me, you know, but at the same time, I get what I see what you're saying, Jeff. Like, I get his point where he's just like, dude, just let me, you know, have some moments. I mean, I think that happens with anybody when you're a boy band, that there's a moment when you start to grow up and you want your fans to evolve and you look out and it's a bunch of 14 year olds yes. licking a lollipop being like, <laughs> Play that one song. I, uh, I play that hit song. I like that song. And he's like, hey, girl. Girl, listen. I want you to evolve with me. <laughs> like, like, well, why'd you leave the stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Mariah Carey took to Instagram over the weekend to sort of address the reports that she and her fiance, James Packer, have called off their engagement. The 46 year old Grammy winning singer shared a photo of her, her and a girlfriend captured hashtag real friends who don't read Women's Day. Hashtag we don't know you. We love you. Hashtag、uh, Australian lambs. So I guess she's likely referring to Australia's magazine Women's Day. That's recent article that titled It's Over saying that Mariah Carey and her fiance James Packer have、uh, called it quits. Now, TMZ is reporting that Carrie thinks、uh, that Mariah thinks that her fiance owes her $50 million for encouraging her to uproot her life from New York、Jeez. to LA to be closer to his children. And she also wants a mansion. Now, she was spotted wearing her engagement ring on Saturday, but on her right hand instead of her ring finger. So she's not, I don't know, mixed messages. But that unofficial statement was the. Social media posting up like living life like me and my girlfriend. You can always read through the tea leaves when women are like, I love my friends. LOL. Friends, friends, friends. Yeah. You're like, oh, what's happening there? You must have just broke up with your boyfriend. Exactly. You You're like trouble in paradise.、Uh, and speaking of、uh, paradise, Michael Phelps and his now bride, Nicole Johnson Phelps, they got married. It was the second time. They had been married apparently for months. They just had like a little civil ceremony, but this was like、It's、the, the whole deal. It was a nice little intimate wedding in Cabo. Cabo weddings、oh, are、really? so fun.、Uh, they shared photos. It was a tropical nuptial on Sunday. They were walking hand in hand. She was wearing this gorgeous gown. Gorgeous.、Um, gorgeous. They looked lovely. Very happy. There you go. That is your celebrity <laughs> news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. The only thing you can really enjoy on your ride to work The Big Party Show. It gets me going. Start the music on Omaha's number one, one hit music, music station, Channel 94.1.